But here's my question to everybody listening today. Which way do you think taxes are going to go in the future? And so my follow-up to that, does how you're saving your money line up with that thought? It's time for the Making Money Podcast with financial advisor, Lee Perkins. Welcome in to another episode of Making Money Podcast. I am Ben George along with Lee Perkins. Lee, how are you today? What's up, Ben? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm good, man. Really good. Glad to be back with you for our second episode. If you haven't caught any of the previous ones, you can do so on Apple Podcasts. Make sure you subscribe as always, or you can do it on your favorite podcasting app. There's a lot of them out there and whatever you listen on, you can always listen to this show on that platform as well. So let me tell you first about Lee. If this is the first time you're joining us, Lee is the owner and financial advisor at JL Perkins Wealth Management in Macon. And he's got an office in Northside Crossing. You can find him online at jlperkinswealth.com or you can call his office 478-254-3550. So today's show, got a couple different things we're going to go through. First, we're going to get a little getting to know you fact about uh, Lee to give you a little more insight into him and his personality. And then we're going to dive into our main topic today. And as we move into the second half of 2019, it's a great time to kind of reevaluate where your finances are. And we're going to put together a little planning to-do list for you for the third and fourth quarter to make sure that you're on pace, you know, you're on the path that you want to be on. And we're going to give you some tips on how to do that. So a pretty good show in store today, and we're glad that you're with us. So let's get started, Lee, with our getting to know you question. And with this, we move away from finance a little bit. We talk finance all the time on the show. So our getting to know you question is away from that area of interest. And today's question is this. If you could be present for one event in history, all of history, what would it be? Hmm, that's a good one. Gosh, off the top of my head, I'm, I'm trying to think about a, a historical sporting event. You know, I think it would have been cool to been there when the Braves won the World Series back in 95. But let me think of something that may be a little bit more interesting. <laughs> I really think it would have probably been cool to be back in Old Testament time and seen the Red Sea part. Yeah. Now, I wouldn't want to be in the middle when it, when it closed <laughs> back in. I'd wanted to be on the other side. But I think that would have been cool to see just just the logistics and the amazement of how that happened. I think that's pretty cool. I don't know if that's kind of the answer you were you were looking for, but I think that's interesting. No, I like that one. That's gone I went back further than I would have expected you to say, but Yeah. Well, it would have been also cool to be there on the moon to see the guy's first step foot on the moon. That way I could probably counter some of the people that said it was done in a Hollywood studio. So <laughs> who knows? <laughs> 50 years ago, that happened. That would have been pretty awesome to be a part of as well. Yeah. My mind's like you, Lee. I think the sports first, like what really cool sporting event, yeah. like Miracle on Ice or something that I would have really wanted to be a part of, but yep. I like your answers as well. All right. So today's topic is on third and fourth quarter planning, putting together a to-do list for you. As we get into the second half of 2019, there are several planning items you might want to run a quick checkup on, especially if you're a retiree or a pre-retiree, to make sure you're still on the right financial track. Are you focusing on the right things? That's the question. So that's what we're going to go through right now with Lee Perkins. And I got five different items for you, Lee, that I'm going to throw out to you and, and get you to kind of expand on them a little bit. Let's start off with evaluating your IRA and or your Roth contribution options. 
Okay. So this is one we see a lot of, you know, the usually fourth quarter, sometimes as early as the third quarter of the year. People start having meetings with their CPAs, and the CPAs are doing some kind of pre-end of the year tax planning and says, hey, you need to make a, a contribution for this year. So uh, we do see a lot of that, you know, making an IRA contribution simply to offset some taxes for that year. But here's my question to everybody listening today. Which way do you think taxes are going to go in the future? And I think I have a pretty good idea of how almost everybody would answer that question. And so my follow-up to that, does how you're saving your money line up with that thought? Because here's the truth. We probably all think taxes are going to go up in the future. So if we're contributing to an IRA, what are we doing? We're deferring taxes now. We don't want to pay taxes now. We want to pay taxes at a later date. So I'm a big fan of, of a Roth IRA. If you're eligible, of course, there's some, some earnings limits there. I'm a big fan of the Roth IRA because when you go to take money out of a Roth IRA, your distributions are going to come to you tax-free, and you're not going to be at the the mercy of whatever the tax rate is in the future. So I get it. There's some value and some benefit to you know, deferring taxes now, but man, I'd, I'd want you to have a long-term outlook on it and, and do a little bit of planning. So I don't know if that's kind of what you were looking for in that that question. No, that's perfect. I think, I think I'm the same way. Like I, I don't expect taxes to decrease over the course no, of my lifetime. No, no. Our government is too good at spending money. And that's, you know, that's not a political jab at, at either party. Well, they are experts at spending money. They're not really, not really good at keeping a budget. So yeah, I expect them to go up in the future too. Well, as we head in the second half of the year too, this is a great time to be thinking ahead a little bit to your tax deductions and your taxes for next April. And with that, a chance maybe to look for some opportunities to have some charitable donations to maybe offset some of those taxes. Yeah, there's a lot of great charities out there. And there are people that will just contribute to charities simply to get the tax deduction. And and I get that. But I, I would encourage you to contribute to a charity that you're passionate about about just so they can do what it is that that they do. Do your homework on whatever charity it is that you choose to support or charities and be generous. The tax laws changed last year, so it has changed a little bit of about how you can get credit. So it's not as cut and dry as it used to be. So make sure you talk to your your tax professional about how to do that and to get maximum benefit from it. So yeah, we see a lot of a lot of charitable donations this time of year, third and fourth quarter. And there's also ways that somebody, if, if they're over 70 and a half and they're, they're in that RMD phase and they don't want the money, don't need the money, there's ways they can take that entire RMD and send that directly to a charity and not have to, to worry about taxes on that. So some pretty good planning tips there. Okay. The next item on our third and fourth quarter planning to-do list is to get updated estimates on retirement income streams. Why is this important? Man, I've said this a thousand times, updating those retirement income streams, those projections. Without income, there is no retirement. So it's critical that you've got accurate data so that you can budget going forward. And by you having this accurate data, you can then 
make a better assumption about when you could possibly retire. And so if you're going off numbers that you got four or five years ago, you're going to be making a decision based on stale information. So update the numbers. If you're one of the few lucky ones that are still fortunate enough to have a uh, access to a pension from your company, go to your HR department and say, hey, I'd like to get an updated number based on this retired date or this retirement date. Sometimes they can do it right then. Sometimes it might take a couple of weeks or, or months to do it. Get that information, put that in your your folder or in your your financial folder, or for my clients, they would use the the client binder or the I love you book, as we've referred to before. And that way you've you've got that information there. And it also comes in handy if you were to pass away. Your spouse would be able to reference that and have an idea of of what they may may be able to have in the future. So you want to make sure you've got good data. The next one I think is very important. Obviously, income is is a big part of, of retirement. You got to have the appropriate amount of income. But in order to get to that point, it's really about becoming debt-free. So this is a great time now in the second half to really kind of create a plan or a schedule to be debt-free if you don't have one already. Yeah, absolutely. To me, there is no better resource than Dave Ramsey on getting out of debt and his book, The Total Money Makeover is a great resource. It's what I use to help get my wife out of me and my wife. I don't want to say it was just my wife's debt. It was me. Yeah, because she will listen to this and she will reprimand me. Good catch. Um, no, because she would tell you that it was a lot of medical debt that I racked up years ago when when I had cancer. So anyway, we put the Dave Ramsey book, The Total Money Makeover. We did those things. And the debt snowball that he talks about in there is the absolute best way to do this. If you don't want to buy the book, here, here's the short synopsis of, of how it works, is you write all of your debts down on a piece of paper, smallest to largest. Don't worry about interest rates or anything like that. Just the smallest debt all the way to the largest debt. Pay minimums on the everything except the debt that's at the top. And then you take every dollar that you have, throw at that top debt. Once you have that, debt knocked out, cross it out, but take every dime that you were putting towards that one, snowball it and put it on the next one. And you repeat that process. And by the time you get to the bottom of the list, you'll be making a a $2,500 payment on that last debt. That's exactly what Pam and I did. The last debt that we had at the time when we did this was was my truck. And I remember it like it was yesterday. The very last truck payment I made was $3,800. And I paid it off. And it was a it was an awesome feeling. Yeah, that's so. Yeah, check out that book, the Dave Ramsey Total Money Makeover. I, there's a lot of things I I don't agree with Dave Ramsey on, but how how to get out of debt? He's got that nailed. Yeah, that's a great feeling when you make that last payment on whatever whatever debt you have. And and I got that book as a wedding gift from someone. It wasn't on my registry, obviously, but of course I, it wasn't. But I bet you that was the best gift you got. Man, I read that thing immediately and uh, started putting some of that stuff into effect and was able to to pay off. I didn't have a ton of debt, but still was able to realize, that, hey, this is a, needs to be a priority, not just kind of getting by month to month and spending it on other stuff that I want or you know don't necessarily need. Go ahead and knock out the debt first and then, and then start doing some things. You'll see savings grow and you'll see your other accounts grow as a result of that. And I'm glad that I got that book. So you're dead on on that, Lee. I, I agree with you there. Yep. 
Yeah, that was a good friend that gave you the gave yeah. You the book. I, and there's a lot of there's a lot of great books out there, but that's a that's a great book to give a a newlywed couple. Yeah, no great no idea. doubt, and I think I might still have an idea for weddings going forward. Yeah. All right, so last item on our to do list for this episode is rebalancing your portfolio to be sure that you're as diversified as you need to be. Yeah, so this is going to be one that may be a little bit more technical for folks, but people, you know, the quote geeks out there, the technical geeks that like to get into the weeds, they might might like this or, you know, we can debate these things. And it's a lot of fun for some people. But, you know, as we talked about it before, the, the stock market has been pretty good recently. So for a lot of folks, the the initial desired allocation that they had has become a little bit skewed. You might have started out, let's say you're in a blend of 50% stocks and 50% bonds. Well, right now, because of how the stock market has has been over the last few years, your allocation might be 70-30, 70% stocks, 30% bonds. So if that's the case, what's actually happening is you're now taking on more risk than you were originally comfortable with. And it's not likely that as an investor, you became more aggressive because people don't generally get more more aggressive as they get older. They become more conservative. So you got to look at that. And, and this is sometimes a struggle for people because it's easy to get caught up in the returns and say, man, it's doing great right now. And, and it is, I agree. But it's still not who you said you were as an investor a few years ago. So you've got to maintain your discipline. And it's really, really tough to keep emotions out of it. And and that's why the money managers that we use rebalance the portfolios systematically without emotions because they know that proper allocation and systematic rebalancing is key to long-term success. And Ben, did you catch that last part? I said it's key to long-term success. Yeah, I did catch and not, that. And not short-term success. Yep. All about yep. long-term so, success for sure. And that is it. in order to get to there, you got to start planning. And no better time than now as we move into the second half of 2019. These to-do list items are very important. And they're important to continue to reevaluate as you move forward and as, as you get closer to retirement, no matter what age you are. And if you need a, ever need help doing that, Lee is the perfect person to call. He's the owner and financial advisor, J.L. Perkins Wealth Management. They're serving Macon. You can find them online, jlperkinswealth.com. You can also call them, set up an appointment, set up a meeting. Uh, you can do so, 478-254-3550. That's 478-254-3550. So episode two in the books, Lee, I appreciate the time and going through this to-do list. I know it's uh, very helpful for me and hopefully to whoever is listening to this show. Yeah, it's been a fun show. Appreciate it. Remember to subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcasting app. That'll do it for this episode. Thank you for listening to the Making Money Podcast. Investment advisory services are offered by J.L. Perkins Wealth Management, a registered investment advisor and insurance agency. Information is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute tax, legal, or investment advice. Always consult with a qualified tax, legal, or investment professional before taking any action.